Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the Nikki Glaser Podcast. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. <laughs> I'm a baby. Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> I'm a little baby. Um. Oh my god. So I don't even know where to begin. I'm still waking up. I just got up like 15 minutes ago. I think I'm just. I have not been able to sleep very well. Yeah. Recently, because yesterday I only had four hours of sleep, or the night before, and then last night I was like, "Oh, this will be easy," and I just couldn't go to bed. I was up what till I think four. Uh no, I watched um two Jonathan amazing jo- the amazing Jonathan documentaries. <laughs> you watch back to back different docs. I guess one and a half because I gave up on the second one because I was like, oh wait, this is actual. So the first one is like a documentary that thinks it knows what it is at the at the start, and then it takes on a different life. And um, it's on Hulu. 
there and I was like, why are there two? It annoys mm. me that there's two. I remember comedian Steve Byrne, he did one of them, the one I didn't watch, or the one I only watched half of. And he had asked me to like come on our show to promote it or something back then. And I was like, so last night I'm scrambling to find the one he made, but then all I keep getting is this other one. And then it turns out it's a documentary about how there's two people making a documentary about him. Because as this guy's making a documentary about the amazing Jonathan, suddenly he finds out that there's other people doing documentaries on him. And everywhere, every, like every couple months, he's got a fourth crew. And it starts to become like, he starts to kind of go insane because he's like, is this guy fucking with me? Is this a, a magic trick? Because if you don't know, Amazing Jonathan is like a guy who does magic and he would, um, do you Did remember? He was, Did he die? No. Wasn't Not yet, the, at least. Wasn't that the whole thing, though? Yes. And it was also another thing is that he was diagnosed, to, he was going to die in a year. Yeah. And then four years later, he's still alive. And so the guy, I mean, spoiler alert, the guy ends up being like, are you fucking with me? Like, are, are you even dying? And he's like, how could you add, like... According to Amazing Jonathan, it is not a joke that he's still alive, that he got a, oh. a year to live. He's just like, I'm baffled by it too. Like, I'm confused as well. And um, he That's smokes meth a, every day. What? As vitamins. Okay. What? I yeah. Mean, amazing. And he gets the documentary. <laughs> yeah. He goes, You can't show me smoking meth on camera unless you do it too. And so then the documentary documentarian calls up like a law office and is like, what are the ramifications if I smoke meth one time on camera I'm, because my subject <laughs> wants me to smoke it? I mean, what is the... And she's like, uh, I wouldn't... Um, hi, this is the law office. Like, it's just like someone at the you know yeah, front yeah. desk. They're like... Yeah, what's up? I don't know. So, because mm -hmm. he keeps seeing methamphetamine to make it seem... More like druggy. Like more like... Uh, like uh, science-y. Yeah. Or official, you know? Litigal. Whatever the lawyer word is. And um, judicial... And then the guy's like, the guy at the front desk is like, wait, so he wants you to smoke meth? Like, he like kind of like just gets right to it. And then they talk to the lawyer and she's like, um, I wouldn't, but just don't like, and he's like, what if I have a black box over it? So he looks like he's just like smoking this black box and then they just cut the film because. I mean, maybe that's the very cure. Interesting. Maybe that's the cure for whatever Can I just tell you what happens? What do you mean? Are you going to see this documentary? I've seen it. No, you haven't. It's been a while. You saw this? Mm-hmm. Stop. One of them. Wait. Which one? Did you see the one where he smokes meth all the time? I guess so. I don't know. I was what probably looking at my mean? phone. This was a long time ago. Andrew, it came out in 2019. It is pretty amazing that I don't remember any of it. But You're I amazing do, Andrew. I do remember him not dying at the end, and he was supposed to die. Like, I do remember that. That's literally, like, I would say not even a big part of it. Do you remember that? So, the amazing Jonathan... He has this guy following him for uh, the, yeah. on this documentary, and this guy's taking it very seriously. His name's Ben Berman. And it also gets into the fact that Ben's mom died when he was young, and he kind of filmed his dad a lot as a kid. Not a lot, but there's like one scene where he's asking his dad about like his feelings about his mom dying. So he's kind of like, they kind of set up the story of like, he's, there's only one scene where he does it, but it seems like he was like always following around people talking about death. And so he, in the end, he kind of is like, wait, because jo Amazing Jonathan was like, oh, so I'm, I'm fucking up your documentary because I didn't die yet? So sorry, Ben. And Ben's like, fuck, am I like using this guy to die? Like, am I de is my film dependent on him dying and I'm mad about that? But he's really just mad about the fact that he's filming him and all these documentary crews are filming him too. And Amazing Jonathan is like, but these are going to be better, Ben. Sorry, yours is going to come out second. 
these guys are going to come out first because they're a, they're they made they're from the same guy who made Man on Wire and Searching for Sugarman, mm. and he's going on all these radio shows talking about oh. This documentary crew is following him around. This guy that's filming me right now, he's a nobody. But these other guys, they're from Searching for Sugarman and Man on Wire. He, t- he does all these interviews. And then Ben looks into it and he's like, the other documentary crew has nothing to do with that Searching for Sugarman guy. He's like a director in London who they, who they told the, the, those crew guys are fucking with him. Or, or maybe Amazing Jonathan's fucking with him. But Amazing Jonathan's like, no, they told me they were with that guy and that he's just not involved because he's got other projects. And now he kind of just like you know, sends crews out on things he wants to do. So then he goes to London to talk to the guy that did Man on Wire and Searching for Sugarman. Yeah. And he sits down with him and says, are you doing a documentary about the Amazing Jonathan? And he's like, no. And he's like, okay, well, um, the, and he goes, I've heard some things about like some people saying I was. The thing is, you can just say you're doing something and the guy at the top won't even be like, no. You could, I could just say I'm in I'm in uh, works on a movie with Spielberg. He's not f- firsthand involved, yeah. but his production company is doing um, is really interested in me. And there, he's got you know it's lower levels of the network. You wouldn't know their names, but Spielberg. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm doing a thing with That's Spielberg. That's great. What is it? Um, it's uh, it's a it's a movie about um, my life. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that he's into that. My um my my adolescence, just a year of my adolescence. Oh man, Spielberg would have twenty seven. I would love to see how he would frame that. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going to his his boys are on it. He's oh, busy with other like E. T. Mm-hmm. Rosenstein. Yep, Rosenstein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim yeah. Mackwell. Oh fucking dude! You know Jim Mackwell, right? Well, people I mean, he always did say he gives a lot of Spielberg Jurassic gets credit. Yeah, Park. Mm-hmm. Um, he put the. I believe he. Was in charge of making. He the, took the little eggshell off when the dinosaur came out and went. And he said the that raptors. The raptors are actually smaller in real life, and he it was his decision, I think, to, to make, make them, them twice bigger. The size. Yeah. So he goes to this guy in London, and he's yeah. like, "Is there a documentary about fucking amazing Jonathan?" And he goes, "No, I've heard rumblings, but like, no, that's not mine." And he goes, "Well, do you want one? Because I'm making one. Do you want to produce it?" And the guy's like. And you, you wait, and then he goes with Amazing Jonathan. And Amazing Jonathan's in a wheelchair. At this point, they've had a big falling out, and he goes to him, and he's like, so you know that guy that you're doing a documentary with? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, he doesn't, you're not. Those guys, that doesn't exist. He says he has no idea what it is. But I pitched him ours, and he's going to produce it. So <laughs> now you are. <laughs> so maybe that's all it takes. Maybe you got to go to Spielberg with this adolescent story of when you were four to five. No, it's 27. Oh. It's delayed. Uh, yeah, four it's to five also childhood. is... Wait, do you think adolescence is four to five? Several. Several. Yeah. Wait. Adolescence, I thought, is child, like teenager childhood. Well, the four to five is not teenage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know that, but adolescence, anything in your childhood. No. no. Adolescence, I would say, is 12 to 17. Noah? I thought it was like See, yeah, in, the, in the teens... Yeah, teen teens. Oh. Well, when did shit. you sprout pubes? Uh, like, when did you turn into a man? When did your voice drop and all that shit? Still waiting, really, to turn into a man. My voice dropped. <laughs> I was a very small boy, as you know. I was yeah. a head shorter than anyone in my class. By far. His like, school picture is so funny, you guys. He is smaller than all the girls, and he's standing with all the girls in the front row. Aww. I mean, 
the, yeah, I, I look like if the grass the was any higher, I wouldn't be in the photo. <laughs> Someone goes, I put the photo. They're like, why does this look like you're in a school in Australia in the 50s? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It, it does, does look, look like, like that. that. And so I... Um, so I wanted you look puke like the so little bad. boy that like the, they got from the circus, like the littlest boy. Oh yeah, I was. You uh, look like Simon Birch. Do you remember that movie? Kinda. He was a little little boy. A little little tiny boy. I was yeah. a very tiny little boy, and I, I don't. I was a cute kid, but I, God, I want pubes. I wanted to fucking grow because all the girls were a head taller than me, and I wanted pubes so bad. I told you the story. I used to look for my pubes. In the front yard, in the, the backyard, backyard because the there sunlight. was more sunlight, and I would fucking pray you to God. You didn't realize that there could just you could just put a lamp on them and just use a light. And, I wanted and to set. use fuck, the sun is stronger. Than, <laughs> this was before ring lights. This, you couldn't. This a regular lamp wasn't doing the trick. And I went all the way out to the yard, and my mom was watching the whole time. How do you know that? Because I looked over and she was in disbelief that her son is looking I'd, for pubes. I bet you anything she didn't know you were looking for pubes. She just thought you were probably looking at your penis in the light, trying to see if it, you could find it. No, she yelled out the window, have they grown out? No, she didn't. <laughs> Are they out yet? Your mom would not probably think about pubes. If I saw a little boy pulling down his pants and looking at his penis area in the sun, I would just think he was looking at his penis to That's see true. if it was like there was something down there. I wanted like a, pubes so bad, be, and because the cool kids all had pubes, like as you know, I've told you, God, the I didn't kid that wanted to suck his own dick, yeah, who I helped suck by his grabbing dick. his legs by sucking his dick while holding his legs. <laughs> you're like, imagine it's your uh, imagine your it's your own mouth. I said, and then no, but I wanted pubes because he was the cool. Everyone, there's the coolest kid. Yeah, He's you six, just wanted one. to be cool. Oh, so um, well, <laughs> one time this. <laughs> I was looking at my own dick in the mirror, like, before, like, I think I might have just started to get pubes, but I was, like, hoping my dick grew, too, like, like, it came, like, a package. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at, this is the saddest story, I'm looking at my dick, and, like, I'm not trying to fluff it at all, like, it couldn't be any smaller, like, yeah. at the time, and both my friends were in <laughs> You remember them in the room? <laughs> they were in the closet for no reason. Like, other than, like, I don't know what they were doing. Maybe they were doing something. Wait, they, did you know they were in the closet? <laughs> no. Oh and so God. I'm just looking at my dick like a sad little boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, what grade is this? Adolescent. No. No. <laughs> Several. Seventh grade, probably. Seventh grade or eighth grade. Oh, did they? F- and they come out, they're like, bah! What are we you were doing? just sucking each other's dick in this closet. Yeah. It's not as embarrassing as what we're seeing out here, dude. <laughs> oh my god, it was so sad. Do you know those guys still? Um, do I know them? Yes, I do. I One, wonder if they would remember that. Silver now. He he. Uh, He's silver now. Sober. Oh. And uh, his pubes <laughs> are silver. They're silver now. He's, been a- <laughs> He's the one that wrote me. Apologizing for all the anti-Semitic stuff he did to oh, me. Oh, I didn't know that someone did that. That's nice. Yeah, because he was in, I guess, a twelve-step program. Yeah, One of his yeah. steps was, you know, Jew hating, <laughs> <laughs> repenting for all the. <laughs> well, he's the, the one that put the swastika in the driveway and lit it on fire. And, you know, I think so many times kids bully and do shit like that, and they don't know. Oh no, they that don't they're being assholes. They don't know how bad it is yes it's nice that he and i think that they can also rewrite history 
and pretend that that didn't happen <laughs> and also the Holocaust didn't happen. Yeah. Rewrite history, never. There's nothing never There's never positive. good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they. I think that they can also just go, oh, I didn't do that, especially even by the time you get to, so for him to be able to remember that, it definitely made, at the time, Yes. you could tell he probably felt a little bit bad about it too. I'm but sure. But to stay with you because if you didn't really think anything of it, I think a lot of times bullies like forget. I mean, I was like, I'm not oh going to brag, God. but I was such a cute little kid that yeah. I, th- and girls gave me attention. Like, I got attention. Yeah. I think guys went after <laughs> the Jew thing because the Jew thing is easy when you're in an all Christian school. Yeah. That's the one thing that, ma- but you were so short too. They could have gone after that. You would think <laughs> that's how Man. much they hated Jews. Cause I was really short. <laughs> oh my God. They could have just, that's so fucking sad. Uh, it was fine. And no, what, I, mean, you, I really what, do. What would love you say in response to it? I had to be creative. Like, I'd go after a kid's acne. Like, I couldn't be like, you Christian. <laughs> you know, because the, yeah. the Jew thing is so easy. Because it's just like, oh, you don't pay money because you're a Jew. You know, you don't tip or whatever. You're cheap because yeah. you're a Jew. And Jew is just such a strong word on its own that it got such a hard laugh on its own. You know right. what I mean? Right. So then I would have to be like, you know. Make fun of his weight, make fun of his acne, make right. fun, like specific things. Yeah. And it was funny though, because I'd go to camp in the summer and that was all Jewish. And, and then they, you were. They'd make fun of <laughs> me for being short and having weird nipples. <laughs> you were like, I can't. <laughs> I was just like, can you, can you just call me a nipples? dirty Jew, please? They made fun of your nipples? Is that where you get that? Or did you. No, the nipples like the nipple thing, thing actually. Nipples thing came from my brothers, to be honest. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's that'll get you. Yeah, there's you can't escape it. Like, yeah, you. My, I was trying to think of like the meanest things that were said to me as a kid, and it's always from my sister. It was always from. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, because I didn't, I didn't. uh, I mean, I, I was called like a bitch and stuff, and like a bucktooth beaver and stuff. But I would never say anything back because then they could just come up with something else that I would be like, oh fuck! Now like, they would just keep going. Like, if I were you, if I had. If I had been you, I would have just taken it because I would be scared if I called a kid fat. They'd be like, well, also you're short and you're this. And yeah. they'd start going after my looks. Like I would be scared that it, mm-hmm. you know, like the if they came after me for one thing, it's not like they could stop there. And I would just be too scared they would keep listing things and I would run out of things <laughs> about them. And then the hard thing is if you're getting made fun of buck teeth, if you talk back, you're buck teeth. You have to like go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Fuck yep. you, man. Like, you, can't, you can't. But it was funny because like, like you said, like, oh, it's so brutal. But you get you get to a point when you get made fun of so much for something that you can't control where Orthodox I think can. it made me funnier in a way because I would end up flipping. I would already say the joke about Jewish people. Yeah. Before. Yeah. They w- could get to it. Yes. You know that's what, what I mean? You do. So yeah, you like, start making fun of yourself before anyone can say yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. The other day I was wearing like a dress on set that. I just looked, I felt like I looked like a little baby doll on a shelf. Like it was just a really <laughs> short dress, but it was like poofy and like had big puffy sleeves. So it just looked like, like a, a big t-shirt on a little, like a little rag doll, but it's really cute. But I just was like dying to make a joke about it before any of the perfect stranger guys, Cass, yeah. Cass Bucky was looking at you weird, could say anything, but it it was like on my mind the whole time of like I gotta make fun of this before any of them think that they can make fun of it ahead of me. Oh, um, yeah, that's deep rooted. Deep rooted. Did you do it? I didn't hear it. 
Did no, you, um, no. Yeah. I was gonna say something. I had, I had a couple lines, but they just never came. Because a lot of times it's like they're not thinking about me in oh. my fucking dress. Like no one cares. Sometimes it, I want to sit down, people, after that, and be like, "Were you thinking about the dress? Were you looking at my shoes? Like, like, yeah, like, like you want to know? Like, get into where did you care about me at all? In that but here's moment? the thing: we do notice things. That's the problem as comedians or whatever ADD or whatever yeah. we are. We notice those things on other people sometimes, and they don't see it on us. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's a it's a great talent to be able to call out the things that because it's your hack. Then if you make fun of someone and they've already given you the thing that yes. you're making fun of, you're a fucking hack. Yeah, and then there's nothing worse uh, than being someone who's unoriginal. unoriginal. And yeah. so, yeah, you 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 just constantly try to beat them to it. And a lot of times people are like, "I wasn't thinking that." You don't need to say that. Like, stop it. <laughs> yes. Um, I wasn't even thinking I was Jewish. <laughs> or, wait, I know. So what would I your was... brother say about your nipples? We got to uh, go to break. We'll come back and find out. <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. 
We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What did your brother say about your nipples? Uh, we're back. We're back. What did your brothers say? Do you remember like a moment specifically? It was like when we would swim in the pool. You, and your nipples were different than theirs? Yeah. Because that's a bummer. Most kids look like like y'all have the same kind of bodies and stuff. Well, when you're like 13, you get guys get um, fucking like nipple rocks. Like rocks. Like it's cal- calcium or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. makes Girls your nipples even puffier. Oh. But- I just like, I guess compared to guys. <laughs> puffy is so funny. <laughs> just calling them puffs. Oh, uh, well, puff, cheese puffs, Colin. No, I just like, so I would make them hard all the time before I got in the pool, like before I would take my shirt. I still do it. I still, if I'm going to take my shirt off at the pool, mm-hmm. I'll grab my nipples before I take my shirt off. Mm-hmm. But my nipples aren't that, I've showed you my nipples. And You've seen you, my nipples. Do you, yeah, I mean, they're Cheetos. They're not puffs. <laughs> I maybe I've grown into them. Maybe my nipples. I just would never. That's not. I mean, I do know what you're talking about, though. When guys do have that, it's it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Um. Oh, it's gonna be my. Question. I'll make my nipples hard by myself in the shower. Do you know who? When you see men with their shirts off, are you looking for other puffs? They'll be like I, on Perfect I Strangers. Do you see, is there anyone on Perfect Strangers? There's this that dude, has puffs? Alex Horton, from high school. And he was he was jacked. Yeah, he had really tiny nipples, mm-hmm. and I always thought if I had his nipples, I would look. <laughs> my body would look so much better because my chest would look so much more jacked if I had his nipples. My right. nipples took away from my chest muscles. Right. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, I, I mean, I love yeah. that question of like what you. <laughs> have that you were always like if i if it was just this my life would be so different and alex horns i mean there must have been a girl's nipples that you saw in the locker room where you were like no, I do. nipples were not my thing though you know like everyone has their thing yeah. i like i like mine are good i think that i'm probably an alex horton of sorts <laughs> You know, like, I got to say, I got pretty good nipples. When it, I've never once been like, oh, I don't like my nipples. I, I've seen worse nipples, way worse nipples in mine on yeah. men. Yeah. And they're called like pepperoni where they're like a weird orange. My, my color is nice. I have a nice color for nipples. Um, yeah. So the, it could be it could always be worse. Also, if my nipples compared to a woman, my nipples are 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 fine and they like I should be worried if a woman thinks my nipples are puffy. But if they think my nipples are puffy. Their nipples are definitely puffy. Most women's nipples are puffier than mine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you don't, I'm worried about what my brother thinks about my puffs. It's I got to so, be worried about what the fucking hot. Do you know what eight? Girl, so they started saying that you had puffs like at, around in adolescence when they started coming through. Yeah. And you just remember like being like, oh shit. And your brothers did not have the same nipples. My little brother, Dan has the smallest out of the three. And then my little brother has a, like, he looks like me and my brother mixed, and his nipples so are, are right in between. <laughs> are. So stupid. That is all so stupid. I told you one time when I was taking a bath yeah. with my sister. Yeah, what did she and have? And she saw my clitoral hood, which yes. was coming in more than hers, and she said to my mom, Nikki has a penis. Oh. And I was How old devastated. Were you? How- Fifth grade. Yeah. Like and I just grade, said, she was what then? She was third. third? 
and but I wasn't like developing yet. Like, and by the way, like I don't look like like there's. I just have a normal. No, I mean, it. I watch a lot of porn. My yeah. vagina is really basic, um, but at the time it was. I mean, what could be more devastating than having a saying you're, you have a penis when you're a girl in the bath with your sister? So it just went into like, okay, well, I'm never going to get naked around this girl again. And now it's always going to be. And I found a diary entry of like, of mine oh, from diaries like, from when you're young. Oh, and there's <laughs> oh my this, God. I wish no, we it wasn't had a diary. Them. I'm sorry. It was a, it was a note to Kirsten that Kirsten sent me. Oh, and it was a picture of the note. And I can't, this is how close Kirsten and I were. Like I could tell her as uh, that's why I thought it was a diary. I'm like, why would I write this down to someone? But there were, like, I remember, it was in seventh grade, and my mom was doing, my, my sister was such a brat to me. She, like, saw my underwear, and they had, like, shit, you know, like, maybe a little shit in them. Like, not shit, but, like, a shit streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It was just a fucking kid. It was just a and, streak. Um, it wasn't, like, a whole crowd. It was- and she was like, you're disgusting. Ew, Nikki. And my mom and her laughed at me. And I oh. wrote in the note that my mom and her laughed. And I'm like, <sighs> I can't picture my mom ganging up I'm sure my adolescent brain was just like everyone is left so my mom was just like Nikki shut up who cares everyone has shit in their pants <laughs> or something like yeah, that yeah 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 <laughs> but I it was, was like, less my pointing mo- and more like come yeah. on Nick it's not a big I read it as like yeah. hey, hey. like my mom just being so cruel <laughs> it's like a movie when they it's like a real close zoom and they're like ha 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 and you just see people laughing at you oh my god where, yeah. and holding a martini like ha ha and I was just listening to a Hidden Brain podcast about memory and how, like, you know, we all know that our memory is completely skewed based yeah. on what really happened. And so you wrote this to Kirsten. What did she write back? Or I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have, like, the correspondence. Oh, I didn't have, like, a historian okay. put together it in sequence. But because um, I don't I, – I have all the notes that they gave me, but mostly they – my friends are better at like keeping things than I am. And so I have all my writing, but they have none of theirs because it was all went to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of nice that I got all my shit. Um, but I was listening to this podcast about memory and it's it's so much worse than I thought in terms of what we remember and what we think happened. And you know how like when you see a picture of yourself in a photo album and you can suddenly like kind of be like, oh yeah, I do remember that birthday party or that thing. Like you can almost... Even though before you saw the picture, it is not in your memory at all. You were yes, two yeah. or whatever. It's like when you know a question from Jeopardy and you're like, what? How'd that get in there? No. This is more like... <laughs> this is more like you... If you've seen a picture or enough yes. pictures of an event that otherwise you probably would not remember, but you think you remember it because you've seen pictures of it. Oh, so that okay. is a completely false memory that has been put back in your brain. It, it's not the same one that... It's not from when you did that thing. Gotcha. It's a fake memory because they found that when researchers put people in Photoshop, in photos of events that they did not witness and asked them to look through the photos and then tell them about the events, they make up a story where they went uh, in a hot air balloon and they've never been in a hot air balloon. And because of the photo exists... And they go, oh, yeah, I do remember that. And I was trying to think of if I saw myself in a hot air balloon... I mean, like that's so kid, drastic. I th- it, it's true, though. Because I, I was thinking about it. If I saw myself in a hot air balloon as a kid, like just standing in one, like someone did a good enough Photoshop, I would just go, I guess I forgot that, and I would make up the memory. And I could probably come up with a memory that feels really real. Mm-hmm. And they, I, didn't, I originally started listening to the podcast because I'm a 9-11 head, and I was in a deep Reddit thread about um, 
people on 9-11 don't really, they, they found that people's 9-11 stories are completely fabricated. Mm. Not like I was in Build Tower 2 and they were in fucking, you know, Connecticut, you know, Nebraska, but... Um, Let's hear Steve Renazizi or whatever. Right, but not like the ones that are made up on purpose, but people really do think that different things, like that it was different times of day. Like there's certain things where you go... Oh, there's this. There's this amazing. Um, what's the Magellan effect? But that's the crazy. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Mandela, Mandela effect. effect. Yeah. Yes. Magellan effect is where you think every explorer is named Magellan, and yeah. that's a common thing that happens on the show. <laughs> uh, there's a Mandela effect of, um, in South America. I gotta look up this up. Mandela. It's so. You guys, there's a Mandela effect I found about on Reddit that I cannot believe. You know the classic Mandela effects where you think something happened. Everyone in in in. Everyone you know is like, that's certainly a thing. And then you look back and it's like, it's not. Classic yes. one is Berenstein Bears. It's not Berenstein Bears. It's Bernstein Bears. Something like that. the other way around. I don't know. Yes. I see what you're saying. So the Mandela Effect was first coined in 2009. Um, she created a website to detail her observance of the phenomenon. Broom was at a conference. Uh, this is a woman's name. Talking with other people about how she remembered the tragedy of former South African President Nelson Mandela's death in a South African prison in the 1980s. However, Nelson Mandela did not die in the 80s in a prison. He passed away in 2013. As she began to talk to other people about her memories, she learned that she was not alone. Others people remembered seeing the news coverage. Okay. So, notable examples are uh, Luke, I am your father. Um, what does he say? People remember Darth Vader uttering the famous line, Luke, I am your father. You might be surprised to learn that the line was actually, no, I am your father. Uh, mirror, mirror on the wall. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? You may be shocked to learn that the line was actually magic mirror on the wall. Mm. Oscar mm. Meyer. Some people claim to remember the brand being spelled M-E-Y-E-R instead of it being spelled Mayer, like John Mayer. Um, Burns, Berenstein Bears. People remember Berenstein Bears is uh, they're not uh, people remember that the name being Berenstein Bears spelled with an E instead of an A. And it's actually uh, Berenstein Bears. Yeah, it's interesting that like that is that one's crazy. But there's one Shazam. What about Shazam? Do you remember Shazam? Yes. Who's in Shazam? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. That's true. Um, people think Sinbad was in oh. a movie called Sh- Shazam in the 90s. What was, was he in? He was in Jingle All the Way or some shit. Oh, I thought he was in like Kazam. There's one, though, that is so insane that I could not believe. Oh, that everyone's freaking out about Fruit of the Loom. Yeah, that one gets me. Do you know that one? I always thought it was Fruit of the I think I put a B in there somewhere. No, that's not it. Fruit of the Loom, do you remember... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this one gets you. I think you're, I think you're misremembering. The, um, what did Mandela wear him in yeah. jail? Okay, Fruit of the Loom. Do you uh, remember what the, uh, the the graphic looked like for Fruit of the Loom underwear? Do you know, remember what like yeah, the, the icon like, is? There's like grapes or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember cornucopia? No. Do you know what that is? Do you know, you don't know what a cornucopia is? Kind of. Noah, do you know? No, I haven't heard of that. It's a um, it's a cone like thing that uh, like a basket that turns oh, into yeah, a yeah. cone and then yes. the fruit spills oh, out. Oh yes, yes, yes. Did it have a cornucopia? 
I thought it had a basket. Yeah, I thought a basket a too. There's no basket. There's no cornucopia. Uh, there never has been. And it's not fruit of but balloon. But people cannot believe it. And if you go, people have drawn <laughs> images of what they think it looked like, yeah. the cornucopia. And you look at the image and you go, oh my God, that's totally what it was. But it's just a rendering based on memory. It never existed. That's wild. There's all these ones that are so good. Um, it's but- weird to me that the Mandela thing sparked this kind of stuff because I felt like John Madden, he died this year. I thought he died 15 years ago. Like, mm, I yeah. get that one. I think it's like a different, but I'm surprised that this sparked this for her. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, she just thought Mandela died. Oh, right. It'd be one thing if you thought his name was like Mandela, not Mandela. You know what I mean? Um, Does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah these I are, I'm surprised that her thinking that guy died sparked... Looking into these things. There's some one in South America that, that I can't find, but people believe that when a big event happened, it was something like on. It's like when I when I was watching when the OJ Simpson trial was happening, when the OJ stuff was happening. Yeah, they got into a um, obviously he was on that highway chase. And I remember sister sister being on and it was interrupted for sister sister. So that's my memory. I almost want to check the timeline to see if it could even be possible that Sister Sister was playing at the time because that's the way I remember it because everyone in South America remembers some big event like that. Yes. Interrupting a children's show that a bunch of kids were watching. I forget the event. I'm sorry that I can't. This is not. But they all remember it or interrupted this children's show and that was show was not on at that time. And so no one understands how that could possibly be. Hmm. And that's I wonder the thing if it's is like that a game just, of telephone. Like... You know what I mean? Like, did one um, person have that memory, and then yeah. they maybe went on TV and said, "I can't believe this," and then it kind of steamrolls from there. I, I have no Just, idea. It, you know what happens? I think the cornucopia thing. Like, I think Fruit of the Loom probably had a commercial where they had their logo on a lot, and it was this fruit, and it was all. And then I think there was another commercial at the time that probably had a cornucopia with fruit, and they just got mashed in our brains. And now no one can remember the other thing that was running at the time. It's like it's so much. But I just realized the other night listening to this podcast, I always think that I'm better than people who don't remember very well. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always like, actually, no, my memory is correct. You're all wrong. You, I know that, I know that everyone's susceptible to their memories being changed. Mm-hmm. But now I realize, like, anything I think... To from be wrong? My, yeah. Uh, or it's just a picture I saw. Well, that's the story we, we tell ourselves. Then we go to therapy, and then we tell these people, and then they diagnose us with, like... But we could have had the whole memory. Like, I've definitely brought up things to my parents, and I don't know if it's gaslighting. I know, that's where I kind of go. It's gaslighting maybe on their part where they don't think they were as bad. or Right. Like, and so, the, you know, you go, like, oh, remember when you did this? Be like, no. It's like when I told my dad, I was like, I don't remember yet that many of my games. He's like, what are you talking about? I went to all your games. Oh, my God, who's right? Whoa. Well, then he goes, well, did I was at di- all the games I was at. He died in a prison. <laughs> that's what he said. He was on his phone the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, and he wasn't, yeah, yeah. I himself. can't believe you watched that fucking documentary. I, it's uh, it's wild to me. I don't think. Oh, you, yeah, that goes back to you that. You watch so many things and you don't watch them. I don't think you can say you watch things if they're just on the background, in the background when you're watching TikTok golf videos. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what? I I have a pretty good memory. Like I especially things I hear. Like I'm an auto auditory learner. But you can't multitask. People, this is another thing. Everyone thinks they're exception to it. Your brain literally cannot take in two different kinds of information at one time and actually give them the amount of attention needed to understand them. It's impossible. Yeah. 
Maybe. Yes, your hand can do one thing on the piano over here and one thing on the piano. Like, that's different. That's like, you're not processing that information. You, you cannot be on your phone and listen to something at the same time and pay attention to both. It's impossible. There was so that episode of Louie, though, Anyone. where yeah. his daughter was on her phone while they were at, like, uh, either, like, a show. Like well, a, you're shifting. You're doing a tennis match. But then he, like, talked to her about it, and she remembered everything. And he's like, oh, their generation is different because they can multitask because they've been doing it. Oh, that's it. so weird, a fictional thing proves me wrong let's get to the from news. what i remember <laughs> <laughs> a fictional story he used proved me wrong no i know what you mean you heard it here first you heard it here first oh man if you didn't hear it here first where did you hear it because boy would i be upset if you heard it somewhere else it's thursday folks you know what that means it is a thursday, thursday. I hope you're having all the swells out there. It's pretty much the weekend, so go have fun. Get naked, do some bad things, regret it on Sunday, and then get right back to Monday. All right. <laughs> Chicago police... I do. I hope people get naked when they shower this weekend. Yeah, like, yeah, that's I, what I think of when you go get naked. And don't pinch your nipples. Let them... Let them, let them, let them loose in the shower. Unless you're in there with someone else, and then fucking... Yeah, unless away. you're in there with your brother, then, <laughs> then tighten him up. Or what was the guy with good nipples? What was his name? Uh, Alex Horton. Yeah, or if you're in there with God. Alex. Great nipples. God, I, I mean, wanting this, someone else's thing and thinking it's going to change your life. We got we to gotta go round robin on that one and, and come up with ones. Chicago police rescue 80-year-old woman held hostage for 17 hours Aww. by a naked intruder after her daughter raised the alarm. Because she hadn't sent the solution for the day's wordle. So. <laughs> Wait, I don't understand. The woman was asleep in bed when a mentally ill man naked broke into her house and climbed into bed with her. He oh, then so dragged she, knew her, her, she knew her mom was in distress when she had not sent her wordle yes. score? Because she did it yes. on a regular basis, on a daily basis. So she was concerned. There was no answer. And so she to her thought text. her mom probably died or something happened. So a crazy guy. Did the guy do anything to the poor woman? Uh, yeah, he actually got the last, he got the word on the fourth one for her. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's what I heard. Uh, no, he then dragged her in the yeah, shower oh, and, and no, then the no, bath no. before locking her in the basement bathroom with no uh, windows. Oh her God. eldest daughter in Seattle noticed that her mother was not responding. She called the police in a standoff lasting s- <laughs> several hours. The man was stunned and arrested and Holt was rescued unharmed. Oh, good. Um... Yeah, I think that that really does make me think about I get every single day I get Wordle results from Chris. And if mm. I didn't get him, I'd f- feel like he was just mad at me or something. I wouldn't even check on his well-being. I'd just be like, oh, I guess I did something. Or I guess we're not. We're I guess he's being held up for 18 hours by a naked woman. <laughs> I'll kill her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, it's pretty amazing. It's a great way to connect to like, with people. Yeah. You know, the, like, and I've heard of this before of like someone orders a pizza every day from the Domino's and then one day they don't and they do a wellness check because it's like, well, something must be up because this person, I see them every day doing this thing. But Wordle is a great way. Like every, I, I'm like, I'm back on, I'm back in it too. I'm For sure a couple the people days, at Starbucks was, in, in St. Louis, if you didn't show up, they No, the girl here already knows. I know. She knows you through your order through me. I was thinking about today, and I think it's the coolest thing that's ever happened to me because she doesn't seem to be annoyed with me like, oh, this dumb gringo getting her fucking drink. She's like, she she doesn't seem to hate me Yeah, when she goes, 
are you Nikki? Like when she says that. And then people from the show have been going to perfect strangers go to get me a coffee. She has said to them, is this for Nikki? Yeah. She and she like kind of likes it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cute. It is really cute. I, and isn't it funny that you get the same exact drink as me now? I do, but cold. Yeah, but it's the same drink. Completely different. So different. Don't you think that maybe that drink should be like, you know how Taylor Swift had her like own Starbucks drink? It's a good drink, right? Like it's not just me. Yeah, it's a solid drink. Can you tell I your order, order again? It. Yes, it's it simple. is a venti uh, extra hot because I drink things fast, so I need them extra hot. I can't stand a cold thing. Um, ex- venti extra hot almond milk latte with two pump, one pump in Mexico because the sugar-free syrup is a little strong here. But generally, two pumps of sugar-free vanilla and then two stevia. This was the thing. I went to order for you. No almond milk. You don't want anything, which you have almond milk here. I know, but it's not the same as theirs. And it's not, it's not steamed, <laughs> which gives it a frothiness that I like. I mean, that's how, that's like the, we're very similar in a lot of ways. That's but, like the well, key. Well, that's why, that's why I, I am like, why do you like anything in particular? Like, why don't you just get what you like instead of what I like if nothing really matters to you? No, but I like that. Right. But I'm fine with it changing. Right, right. That's the difference. I, you know, I, it's got to be my way or no way. <laughs> but, but you've had other drinks at Starbucks before that you've enjoyed. Yes. And you want the caffeine, right? Like you yes. would do coffee black. I've seen you do that. Yes. So why but didn't you do morning, coffee I'm, black this morning? Because I'd rather just have a Diet Coke to get the coffee. Because gotcha. uh, a caffeine. lot of times I like, yeah. or to, yeah, to get the caffeine. A lot of times I will do black coffee if it's like a, I'm cold on set. Sometimes I want a coffee because I want the warmth of it. Yeah. Um, and this morning I wasn't really dying for the warmth and, and uh, iced coffee black is abhorrent to me. I would never do that. (laughs) And, um, and yeah, and so I will never, and I don't want black coffee if you can do stevia, but no milk. I will do an iced coffee with, uh, almond milk with no, um, sweetener or with no like vanilla, but it's, it's all fucking, I just yeah. like it the way I like it. No, and I get not, it. I'm not, I'm not trying Coke. to give you shit. I'm just saying it's, it's just interesting. I'm sure there's people out there that I have a coffee what order you ate before you met me, because I feel like so many of your tastes have now been hijacked by you. Well, you eat healthier than me. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you know, you've taken probably some traits from me somehow that don't, yes. that don't involve food, but like, What the hell is that sound? It's me going. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm what? trying to think of traits I've taken from you. I've made you more relaxed as a human. More silly, yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah. Okay, that's true. So you've taken some of my silliness, and I've taken your Starbucks order. <laughs> 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 no, but if you eat healthier, like you get the vegan cream cheese. Yes. I do have like a lactose thing. Mm-hmm. Whenever I have fucking like. Cream cheese or like milk, regular milk, it fucks my belly up. How do you not know about these things before I start doing them though? Like, would it, if, if milk fucked my belly up, I would just look into alternatives, but you just keep doing it until you go, oh, th- yeah. You're eating that thing? What is that? <laughs> like, because you're a guy that just goes to the grocery store, we'll go down one aisle, and that's if you're in a hurry. I will go down every aisle to find the thing I want. You'll just go, whatever you got is fine. Yes. 
so interesting to me. I don't know. I just don't. Two give different a approaches. Shit. You just, just don't give a shit. I really don't. But, but what, the, one aisle over, there could be something better. See, this is what I'm talking about when it comes to like marriage and relationships. <laughs> what if the better choice is one aisle away? And you, you know that meme where they always show a guy digging, and they show him giving up right before, and it's like. Um, it's showing a guy digging in the ground and there's like gold or something he's trying to get okay. to. Or it's like a, a but root. But like he got something before the a gold? Big, no, no, no. There's like a big um, room with all, like a crypt, you know, with all this gold and sarcophagi and stuff like that. Yeah, cornucopia. And he's, yeah. he's digging through and there's a long d- dig and then he's just tirelessly and then you just see him going like, oh, I can't anymore and there's just this mm. much left to dig through and he would have gotten to the crypt. But instead he's going to give up because it's just been too long. I'm always thinking that there's going to be that room <laughs> that I shouldn't settle for whatever I get because there's always could be something better until I've gone to every aisle of the grocery store, especially a new one that I don't know where everything is. It's in a different country. I need to see every crevice to know that I'm getting the best thing that yeah. for me in that. And that is why I, f- I struggle with dating is because or not even dating because dating doesn't lock you in. It's not like you're like eating it yet. Getting married. Getting married, I feel like is until you've made sure that you've ha- you have the best. I don't want to do it. I guess. And how could you ever know? I mean, I guess even like a relationship where it's like you think it's all perfect. There is a possibility that somewhere around the world or maybe. A hundred percent there's someone yeah, better out there for you. That could be better. They're in India or China because that's where most people are. But there's someone better out there for you. Or someone as good. Yeah. The odds that you met the best person for no, you. No, I know. It's crazy. Is just, it's not possible. And especially given the history of humanity and everyone that's ever lived, there's definitely been people in other. You but know, what's worse, the unsettle, genera- the unsettling of like, of of trying to find that person for the whole your whole life and never finding them, and no, then you're you, always feeling you incomplete. Thought, you you, or, you put the things in your shopping cart until there's other things that are better, and if those things that are better come along, you can dump the things in your shopping cart unless they stack up to it. Okay. Because I, that's how I feel about relationships. If if I well, was I mean, dating a guy, that's why divorce is sixty percent. People are getting rid of their cart. Like, yeah, it happens. Yes, yeah, and I and I'm. But not I think saying, that's fucked up though too to be like to take something less just in case, and then when something more, it's like all right. No, you take the best you can get at all times. Like I, you know, if I'm on a road trip and mm-hmm. I don't know what food options are going to be coming along, it's not time for lunch yet. Like you don't do this because you don't plan ahead. But like if I'm going on a road trip. And we stop at a gas station. I don't know if there's going to be a hundred miles of nothing ahead, but it's not time for lunch. Yet. Let's say it's 11. I'm mm-hmm. going to be hungry at one, but I don't know what's going to be around us at one. I will get something at 11 at that gas station that will suffice me at one o'clock if there's no other options, but I won't eat it in until it's time to eat it. And I know that there's no other options. Does that Meanwhile, make sense? I'm eating the chicken salad sandwich at a You'll 7-Eleven. You'll whatever the fuck. Yes. yes. And you won't plan ahead. I've so, been a little bit better about that. Maybe probably because of you, but like just or growing up. Yeah, of just preparing. Yeah, or like just you know the other day. Oh, like yesterday on set of Perfect Strangers, they had a bunch of like sandwiches just sitting there at like eleven in the morning, and the old me probably would have taken down three of those and not even thought about it, and then been like, all right, well, then I'll eat later at like five. Yeah, I didn't eat them because I was like, no, I don't want this. I just want this to fill me up. So instead, I had a protein bar, 
and then had a healthier lunch. Right. That's like a big improvement for me to not just eat sandwiches. Yeah. I'm not saying sandwiches are that bad. I'm just saying like it just wouldn't. It wasn't the food I wanted. Yes. Waiting till it's the thing you want. Oh, it's hard. Yeah. All right. Next story. But it also gets in my way for sure. Oh, speaking of this. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, oh, a personal stylist recommends you never wear this one piece of clothing on a first date. Um, uh, your fucking Confederate flag bandana. No, actually, that's the only thing you should wear. That's what she says. Um, a nude bra. A white shirt. I would tell uh, okay. my clients to avoid anything that is fussy or difficult to clean or to keep clean. A great first date outfit should be less about fashion and more about you. Because of that, you may want to skip extremely bright colors, patterns, puff sleeves, puff nipples, and over-the-top <laughs> ruffles and ruffle nipples. This is also stupid. It's very dumb. I love these kind of stories, though, because they are so I dumb. I have gone on, I, I, you know, I went on a couple dates, like, over the summer, I guess. I don't know, with someone. And it was, like, you know, first dates. Didn't yeah. know the person at all, like, online meeting and... um like what to wear was such a, a conundrum. I've never dealt with that of like, usually I, I'm dating people that are, I already know in my life. So I'm yes. not like thinking about, well, oh my God, it's the first time they're seeing me. It, it, there was a lot of like, I don't want to try too hard. I also want to look like really natural. I want to look like I'm not like, there's a lot of thought. I mean, I still remember what I wore. I mean, it was a white uh, tank top because it looked like sexy, but casual. Just plain white tank top, nothing over it? No, it was like a white like spaghetti strap, but the spaghetti strap had like this like really cute like lacy kind of thing on it. So it was decor it was, you know, definitely cute. But I've never worn it again for some reason because I just mm. didn't I don't know. I looked I looked great, but I definitely my hair I think was like kind of not even dry yet because I was doing like natural waves and I was just a little bit running late. I mean I was running my seven minutes late. Yeah. I just so I was early. also there was a part of me that was like I remember pursuing guys back in the day of like that I needed to look perfect for and be this like perfect image of what they wanted me to be. And I just, I was even, yeah, I, I, and now I'm just like, okay, I can look, I want to look 80% as good as I can look. I want to leave a little bit to go, but bam, wait, look at this. That's smart. Yeah. That's really smart because we all dress 80% as well as we can. At t- you know what I mean? I, like, I do about on a daily basis twenty percent. Oh yeah, I mean look, I'm yeah, I wear the same thing every day. But I'm yeah, I I know like on a first date I'll women wear, have so much more room though. I'll with wear makeup oh, yeah. and hair to like do to look better. That's true. I wore I wear like um, you're probably at leather like, boots. Honestly, right now, how much you would change if you were really trying on a date with a casual look? You probably wear that hat. You probably wear that yeah, shirt. Yeah, probably at ninety percent. You're probably at ninety percent right now, <laughs> yeah, dude. And yeah. this is you waking up. So that uh, yeah, yeah, with yeah, women yeah. is right now. I'm. I do have makeup on, and my hair is. If I brushed it out, is probably good from last night. I would definitely wear this on a date. I'm probably at about forty percent right now. Yeah, thirty percent. But my outfit is garbage. Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny because for me, my ninety percent on a date, I'll wear like boots. Like leather boots or whatever, <laughs> and I never, you know me, I never you wear, never I, wear those? I never yeah. wear them, and I'll wear those on a first, and that's like me, like we being all like, act so different I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show off by like wearing this regular, like they're not even like boots that are like I'll really eat, gonna stand out. It's I'll just eat not differently sneakers. on a date. I'll eat like, like I'll go, I'll get dessert. I'm not trying to say that, like I'm not usually a dessert person, but I'll like. 
I'll just be, uh, it's not even like I'm trying to be like, I'm normal. I just like, I just am on a date. It just becomes who I am. It's yeah, like this yeah. woman that presents as normal and it's not a, it's You're just, just eating a cheeseburger. Honestly, <laughs> like, this I, is who I am. I, the things I've eaten on dates, like the meals I've chosen where I'm like, I just want this. I'm just like, I surprise myself. I'm like, I, I, it's just never something I would order with my friends, but I'm like craving different things. It's, it's, it's interesting. I always order dick. Yeah, you always get dick and uh, balls on the side. Wait, why? Why do you not? But this is the problem, though. If you don't eat exactly what you eat on that first date, when do you break out the two I salads or whatever what it is? Do. I huh? always do what I want to do. I'm just saying on date for on first dates for some reason I don't want my normal th- like I definitely on a first date plan on kissing someone and I'm a little bit nervous, so I'm generally not as hungry. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not hungry i know that i can eat like a smaller amount and so i get something that's going to be filling in a smaller portion because i know that i just i'm going to be sick if i eat if i eat too much but generally i like hogging food and shoveling in my i love big amounts of food if i'm not nervous i'm eating tubs and tubs of food so in, in that sense i want something like lighter and it's not because i'm like calories i just know that i won't be able to eat voluminous amounts of food if it's really dense. We're also talking so much more on a first date than like, ev- like that's the yes. most you speak to the person you're going to yes. date. Yes. I remember me and Brenna on our first date, we got like a hummus thing or like eggplant, whatever. Yeah. Like there we, you know, by the end of the date, there's still hummus left. That's how you know how much we were yes. like trying and you're to nervous. like, yeah, we we're nervous trying to impress each other, having a great time. But if you know there's hummus left, Probably, you might actually enjoy if the person. If, if you're there and there's hummus left, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you're not doing this with your finger and scraping it off the plate. Yeah, yeah if oh I'm not God. eating the plate, someone, you know, a, yeah, so, someone got a lot of attention. <laughs> like, I cared a lot. Let's go to break and come back with our weekly sports moment. I'm excited. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. All right. It's a weekly sports moment. Here's Andrew's weekly sports moment. I feel like it's been a long time since we've heard it. All right. I know the clock is ticking. Serena Williams, 40 years old, said she's prepared for retirement from tennis and she wants more kids. The 40-year-old stars has admitted she's been getting herself ready to step away. Man, they mentioned her age twice already in this. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. I am prepared for that. We heard it the Mail. first time. Journalists, of course, Daily Mail. You know, at the they end of the day, I think it's age. really important to always have a plan. <laughs> and that's kind of what I did. I always had a plan. Serena, who has a four-year-old daughter, Olympia, with her husband, Alexis. Even the a- daughter's ages. <laughs> has a wealth of business ventures. Oh, wait a second. Did they mention the husband's age? No. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess he's not the main focus, but still. Why is the daughter's age is there? Because she's depending how young a kid is, you have to pay more attention to him or something probably. Yeah, it's it's maybe. a li- but yes, I see what you're saying. Uh I I don't think it's a thing about the girl, it, the daughter being a woman or anything. Uh, has a wealth of business ventures aside from tennis career, and she admitted sometimes her pack schedule can be overwhelming. Uh, again, she has a four-year-old daughter. Does she have more to prove in tennis? I mean, huh? I guess it would be cool as a forty-something-year-old woman to like win. Fucking uh, I mean, she has nothing to prove. I mean, so, she's won more. Ma- I mean, it's insane. What? She's yeah, done. she can go do other things, and I think she she's someone who looks like she really enjoys being a mom. Yeah, so. I mean, I think at what age, you know, people keep living longer. I feel like. Well, tennis is, tends to be a young person sport. Like mm. the fact that, you know, I would say the average winner of most Grand Slams is probably like twenty five mm. tops. Yeah. So she's fifty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But there, you know, Federer is forty, and he's still doing it. But you know, when do you quit? When do you just say it's hard? All right, like that's your whole. That's who you are. That's what everyone values you as. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was the amazing Jonathan thing. He was like said you know everyone there comes a f- an end for everyone yeah. everyone you gotta just you you fall out of favor people you're not as strong you're not as good as you used to be it will happen to all of us at whatever we do for a living we're gonna peak and then it's gonna people don't really get that much better at things i wonder what's when they harder start like getting quitting past adolescence never being successful 
are quitting being very successful. I think they're both very hard times to quit. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. idea of like, oh, it can still happen. And then stepping away. Yeah. Um, you got to think, though, that most people don't become what they want to be. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's fucking. Uh, it's Including tough. me. Yeah. I'm not man. a pop star. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. And I'm not playing professional baseball. It's a weird. lot of. Yeah. You just. It's it's rare you get your dream. And walking away from it would be tough. But that just means you have to fulfill your life with other things because it's not about playing tennis or it's not about doing stand up. It's about like how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. It, it's about it gives you worth. And if you are able to have self-worth without those things, then. Or, you know, when people are moms and all they are are moms and they don't know what else the fuck they are without being a mom and all their kids become self-sufficient, that, that's when moms start going fucking crazy yeah. and begging you to have grandchildren so that they can keep it, go, keep it fucking up because they don't have anything else. They start playing tennis. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> they do. But, and then they become like the best at their club. But yeah. like... Yeah, it's never revert. It's never reverse. It's never like I was a mom until I was forty, and then I became a Grand Slam tennis winner. Yes. Like, yeah, it is hard to fill that gap. Um, yeah, and I'm sh- I don't know. I mean, she she could play doubles until she's probably fifty five years old and still be competitive. Do these people even like tennis? I don't. They're know. good at it. I mean, I remember Andre Agassi in his book. He fucking hated tennis. It's just something these girls. Weren't they like forced to play it at a young age? Did they actually like it? Um, I think they, they gotta did. Get to I mean, it got them to. I I don't know. I think the end result. I'm sure they enjoy the game, but like yeah. they can still play. It's not like you're they're barred from playing it. They can still play it. They just can't compete anymore. It's 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 competing. Is that still and having a crowd? Can, I mean, a crowd is. I everything. would go. People would still go to see her play. It's the it's the you know competing yes that pe- the people caring about like if it's winning i know like at watching the start of the article though it uh, was interesting because it was her dad that was encouraging her to consider retirement oh wow he's like you're finally he's gonna start training her to do that yeah yeah he's like you finally you finally made it to where i thought you'd be 20 grand slams later like like he's like you could quit now yeah or he's just like Listen, you're not as good as I wanted you to be. It's never going to happen for you. <laughs> oh my god! Can you? Imagine I wanted you to that? win twenty grand slams. So it's really not even. It's you should probably quit at this point. Yeah, you're never really going to live up to what I thought you were going to be. Uh, let's get to Fanthrax. All right, let's hear it. What is what of the besties got to say this week? Okay, let's start off with a voicemail from Marla. In the podcast opening song, I swear I hear Nikki's name right before Noah says, here's Nikki. And I always wondered if that was a little hand rip for us or if it's unintentional. And I really want to know if I'm the only one who hears it. Um, I've been wanting to message this for ages, but I hate my voice. And then I'm home with COVID, so I decided oh, I like your voice. I don't care. I'm going to just ask because no one has. So love you guys. This oh, is Marla. I'm from Canada. Hi, Marla. Wait, you have a so great right voice. before. Yeah, she has a great voice. I mean, COVID helps. It gives it a raspiness, but. I'm um, sorry that you have COVID in Canada. Um, what, so she hears us say. Yeah, where? Nikki, right she, before you say, 
Yeah, so it's just the Nikki here's Glazer Nikki. podcast, and then I say, here's Nikki. But she but it, hears Nikki right before it. Yeah. Maybe Nikki, does, do they say Nikki Glazer podcast very quietly and no one hears it? On the, should we play it again? Yeah, hold on. I'm going to okay, play I'm gonna, it. Let's listen for Nikki right before Noah okay. would say, here's Nikki. So don't say here's Nikki. And that's when I would say Maybe it. she's talking about that like high thing that's going, Nick. No, I Nick. think I think this is the Mandela. I think she's Yeah. Maybe, maybe I maybe I don't know, Marla. What did you hear it then? I'm really it would be weird if we had a secret message. I do say if you play it backwards, it says Paul is dead, but that is yeah, that's weird. <laughs> but that's not what she's talking about. Um, I don't know. I do love her using ham drip uh, incorrectly, but also it's like the word fuck. How you could use it in so many different ways. Yeah. Oh, ham drip can be anything. But yeah, <laughs> I think she meant a fashion little, uh, egg. Fashion egg. Yeah, that, that would was, be a fashion egg or a ham drip. Thanks, Marla. You have a you great want. voice. Please call again with anything. I did listen to that voice. Yeah, all I want to know like where you really hear it. So if you can like specify. And I want to shout out to our Fanthrax from, I think, last week. Um, who was it? I asked her. She was in Missoula. Do you remember that girl? She had a beautiful voice. And I asked yes. her, please make an ASMR oh, yeah. of her just talking. She sent me one. She wrote on. Um, oh. She wrote me on. Um, what's it called? Uh, oh, fuck. Um Instagram, yeah. And she was like, hey, I know maybe you weren't serious, but it sounded like you were, and I decided to tell you about Missoula in a five-minute thing. And I, I gave her my email, and I'm looking for it now because it probably got sent to a little spammy uh, mailbox, but I will be listening to that. I'm so excited that she did that. I'm so psyched. I should have listened to it last night when I couldn't sleep. I forgot. But thank you for that. Okay, next one's from Marnie. Marla and Marnie, love it. Hi, Nikki, Andrew, and Noah. This is Marnie. Um, I've called you guys before, and you told us about Marnie Schloppy. Um, that's oh, yeah. Not me. Um, but I wanted to Marnie. call you guys and ask if you've heard the new song, Gospel, by Dr. Dre and Eminem. Um, they rhyme full throttle and hits the <laughs> bottle, yes. um, just like Andrew. I think they were maybe listening to the pod and they plagiarized, <laughs> but I yep. wanted to give credit where credit was due. Dr. Um, Dreidel. And if you haven't heard it, I'll sing it for you. It goes a little something like this. Please. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dre, are you ready? Check, 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 check. And then a bunch of verses. And then okay. he goes, this shit here, that problem. Living at the bottom of the bottle. Full throttle. My mama. You guys got to listen to it. Um, oh, my God. Anyway. And he also says, also, Mama. I want to say I love you guys. Love um, you. And I know I don't have an ASMR voice, but no, I hope you listen don't. to Gospel by Eminem and Dr. Dre. All right. Love you. Bye. From one not ASMR voice to another, you have a great voice. And it's very, uh, I'm not judging. I don't want anyone to not call in because yeah, you don't have an say, ASMR voice. I think yeah. I started something here. And I don't want anyone to be insecure about your voice. As someone who also hates the sound of their own voice. Same. When I hear it. Not just yours, know that my, like, my. It, you, you're wrong. About, everyone thinks they hate their own voice. I'm a broadcaster and I hate my own voice. So, you know. Don't, don't worry about it. We, we, I don't think there's anyone's voice that I hate so much that I would ask you to not call in. Um, 
She did a great job do, singing that song. I, mean, I want to know, is she so listening? Did she, oh, I want to know, does she, is she listening to every like new Dre Eminem drop? I guess that's the, everyone's excited about the Super Bowl. Will they sing Full Throttle there? Oh, probably. What's the song called again? Uh, she had Gospel. <laughs> gospel. Oh, oh. Gospel. How did you There's, find it? Because Andrew no, did a, send this to us the other day. I had a couple people just yeah. write me. Maybe she was one of them. But yeah, a few people wrote me saying that I should sue Dr. Dre. <laughs> Full throttle bottle. And he says mama. I know. Like the mama all, part really. And I'm like, mm, really? <laughs> really, Dre? Goes <laughs> Fuck, dude. You're a genius. Who knew? Dude, dude I did. Oh my God! Oh, Joe Joe uh, Joe Lynn is uh, the one who sent me the Missoula, Montana five-minute ASMR thing. I'm in, and I just found it, Joe. So thank you so much for sending that to me. I'm not going to play it, but I will be playing it tonight. To or actually, probably in an hour when I take a nap. Oh my God! I can't wait to hear about Missoula and the dulcet tones of Joe. Oh, the fishing there. <laughs> okay, uh, we have a story it. from Ashley about her therapy session. Oh. Hey, Nikki and Andrew and Noah. Uh, this is Ashley. Um, I was calling because today I had a therapy po- appointment. And um, I don't know. I thought that you guys might appreciate this, m- mainly Nikki. Um, but I referenced uh, Taylor Swift's All Too Well during my session today talking about a guy who – basically gaslit me and minimized what the context of our relationship was. And I was talking to my therapist and I was like, you know, like that Taylor Swift song all too well. And she was like looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? She goes, the 10 minute version? You know, like the Jake Gyllenhaal one. Anyways, there's this line uh, where she's saying, you never, you never, um, you never called it what it was. And uh, that's how I feel right now. (laughs) He just kind of looked at me blankly, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, is this my rock bottom? I don't know." But um, no, it's I not, just thought girl. That maybe you guys would appreciate that. So thank you. Oh my god, for everything. Bye. Oh, that's my favorite new lyric in that song. Oh my gosh, what was her name again? Ashley Taylor Swift. I'm just kidding. Um, Ashley, that was my favorite um, new lyric in that song. Uh, you, you were always skipping town, and you were. Uh, and I was thinking on the drive down anytime now you're gonna say it's love you never called it what it was it's so good it's happened to me so many times too Ashley where you just these after the fact it's easy for them to you know and this happens girls do it to guys too it's easy for them after the fact to because no one wants to break someone's heart no one wants to hurt someone so if they can convince themselves it wasn't really anything real and that they don't uh, have any accountability then they can escape any kind of blame and then they can make you out to be the crazy one so it's, dude it's such a perfect lyric and it does it it definitely hit me hard and that's happened to me a bunch and it's a common thing and maybe and then we we're talking about memory now and now i'm like god did i remember it wrong like you that's what gaslighting is they make you think like oh fuck am i like a crazy girl who like thinks Things yeah, we are, had something more. Yeah, like it was on the verge to marriage. But the but yeah. regardless of if you're a crazy girl or not, like you felt that way, and, um, and I'd love to see sucks. you, Nikki, talking to your therapist, and you're only talking Doing in Taylor, Taylor Swift songs, lyrics. and <laughs> yeah. see how long. Yeah. Like it would be amazing because I've seen the thing where like they te- like a, a guy or girl will text their you know Only lyrics uh, yeah. like one line at a time, and then be like. 
Yeah, dude, I'm not like, I don't know. It's just really funny to see the response. All he had to do was stay. He had me in the palm of his hand. Okay. Why do you have wow. to let me go you, and lock yeah. me out when I was trying to let him in? I mean, I don't know. What do you, how were you feeling at the time? Like, um, you know, if I wanted to know who he was hanging with, I would have, while I was gone, I would have asked him. Well, is he honest with you, you think? Well, yeah. I mean, he's casually cruel in the name of being honest. Mm, that happens. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> I so could good. do this. I could really do this. We should make a video like that. It'll be really funny. I'll play you to therapist if you want. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to the next one. Uh, thank you so much for that. Well, okay. Ta- um, any Taylor Swift stuff I love. The next one is Bobby with a story. Hi, Andrew, Nikki, and Noah. This is Bobby mm. calling in from Berlin. Um, I was listening I like to the pod Bobby's the other day, voice. and you guys were talking about the Mile High Club, and I was just inclined to share a story. So uh, when I was in high school, I did this exchange program where like 60 international students get together, and you live on a tall ship, and you travel, and you study, and you become sail trainees. High and cool. as you do when you put 60 teenagers together, everyone ends up coupling up and falling in love, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so I was one of those kids. <laughs> and my boyfriend and I, we at the end of the semester, we were flying home to separate places. And we were on the plane before we had to say goodbye, holding hands across the aisle, crying. It was a whole thing. We ended Aww. up going to the bathroom. And one thing led to another. And we had sex. Um so, yeah, one thing they don't tell you is that it gets extremely steamy and hot in the bathroom after you have sex. And the mirrors completely fog up. And there's always going to be, like, ten people outside wanting to use the bathroom. <laughs> oh my so God. my boyfriend scoots out past this line of people. I try to fix the mirrors, rub my eyes to make it look like I was crying. Like, that's not what we were just oh, doing that's in there. Smart. Um, <laughs> and um, Smart. anyway, and I joined him <laughs> on... Are you really your- the worst walk of shame that you can ever do? Oh my um, god! So yeah. Anyway, I, no one ever said anything, and I think they just felt bad for us, so we got away with it. <laughs> anyway, love you guys. Love you. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. I was always because I was was like, oh my god, people are always going to know what you do in there. Just act like you're having like an episode. Yeah. Like no, I was just taking just a horrible smear shit. shit all yeah, over your yeah, face yeah, afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Put shit all over the bath. <laughs> That's the only way to do it is to be like oldest trick in the book. But why would you have your boyfriend come in and help you with your like explosive diarrhea? He's such a good man. You could only get away with it. Or as- maybe you act blind and he's like your seeing eye boyfriend or guy, you know? Seeing eye boyfriend. Seeing eye boyfriend. There was another story of another girl like I was listening to these the other and she was on a church group and she jerked off these teen tours. Don't let your kid go because they're gonna get fucked in the air. <laughs> fucked in the air. <laughs> I mean, no, it's awesome. I mean, it's awesome. It's just amazing. Yeah, oh there was another God. church group, and she's like, I jerked him off on the plane, but I didn't do it to completion because I was still afraid to come. <laughs> I, I relate to that so much. <laughs> oh, Let's get to the final thought. Uh, oh, final thought. We should talk about um, Instagram photos. Yeah. We got sent a good amount. The... It didn't really help the debate because some. Yeah, uh, here's the problem. It uh, my my uh, my whole hypothesis is based on women who have a a big male following. Yes, and I realized 
I went to go get a Diet Coke before we did the show and I was trying to find example. Like I was going through all my girlfriends and people I follow to be like, okay, let me just find some examples here. Why can't I just like search here? Cause I can see how many likes things get. I could do this. And I realized I wanted, I want to spend some time on it um, to build my case. But I think that reliable, I was trying to think of female comics who have big male followings. I couldn't really think of that many. I did find a great example of the girl that's in um, the new Jackass. Okay. Uh, she, perfect example of her and her boyfriend. The only picture she has of them, 900 likes. Everything else is like thousands and thousands. Um, it's it's gonna, it's my hypothesis about, if you have a mostly female following, female are supportive of relationships, whether they like the guy or not. Okay. That they're following. It's It's, if you have a male following as a woman, you are going to get way, way less likes on a picture of you and your boyfriend. It's just going to be the way it is because men are threatened. And like, I think it's kind of what I said yesterday is brilliant. Women know that if a man that they like is with a girl, they could still fuck them <laughs> because men are yes n- more non-monogamous by nature. There's still a chance, even if that guy's a good person, there's still a chance he might fuck you. Whereas when a girl is coupled up, off limits do like women just aren't as non-monogamous and so men are much more threatened as they should be from not being able to fuck you if you have a boyfriend oh, gotcha. as opposed to yeah. women seeing you a guy with a girl also even I, if it's the case or not we've learned too or at least i've learned that a lot of people are sending in photos where when you're solo you're like in a bikini or you're wearing like no bra or a lot of skin is showing and then with your boyfriend you're wearing 19, you're looking like Bridgerton over there. You're wearing like 19 layers yeah. and then you're comparing those two and that's not a fair comparison. And it's really like, I was thinking about it. Sometimes the quality of a photo, which you don't understand because you just put whatever photo you'd fucking take. You yes. don't understand like making a photo look sharper, an image or like cheating or just m- turning Taste the color me. up. Yeah. 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 Lying. Making it look more aesthetically mm-hmm. pleasing, you know, wiping off the lens, lying. Yeah. yeah wiping, wiping off, off the, the lens, lens and turning on a lamp. Yeah. That's not who you are. That's going to make get you more likes if the photo just looks nicer. So there's all these variables, but I do think my new thing that I'm going to go really deep in this afternoon probably <laughs> is women who are musicians. Men like female musicians. Yes. Female comics, there's not a lot of female comics that men prefer like most, most men like. I was thinking of all my female comic friends and it's most of them have female followings, I would think, I mean, I wouldn't have guessed that mine, I'm 70% fucking men on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, you have more men than me. It's it's really weird. And Actually, that makes a lot of sense because I have 70% women. Yeah. The whole, your your whole theory. Yes. As well as like, so when I put up a picture and I'm relationship. Yes. It gets more likes because yes. women, yeah, interesting. Yes. Women will very much support that. You know what I want to see? I want to see women dress as scandalous as possible next to their boyfriend. And I want to see that. Mm. Well, I'm going to go through female, because female musicians, I'm friends with a lot of them. Yeah. And they have huge male followings because men always think that like this singer songwriter woman is like, they, there's a part I've, I've had guy friends who are like fans of, you know, the Maggie Rogers is the Anya Marina's the like Vincent, same Vincent. Yeah. And they Casey have Musgraves. this like they they love the idea of fucking this girl. They think that they get this girl on a different level. Like I, these guys just sit in the front row like she gets me. And it's the, <laughs> these are the ones I'm going to go look through their following. Yeah. And also p- girls that do like are uh, on male podcasts. 
they probably have a lot of male followers too, and I'm going to go look through them and see if I this the bottom. or athletes, athlete stars. No, that one female doesn't athletes, work. That one yeah. doesn't work. Actually, it depends. There's some female athletes that guys really like. Yes, guys are very picky and choosy about which women they support. I'm grateful to be one of those women as as a whole. Um, I do appreciate it as the whole that I am, yeah. but man, there, there are many men who loathe me, loathe, <laughs> just fucking hate me. It's so upsetting how much you get hated when you get famous uh. is just, it's the, as much as you get so much love. The more love you get, the more you're going to get hate too. People do not hate people that aren't like in the spotlight. You just don't care. Yeah, you would people. not hate someone that had nobody following them and no one was talking about. It just wouldn't happen. Think and about if, anyone if you that you've to, been discussing. Like, anytime you yeah. start shit talking or I start shit talking a comic, it's because they're getting heat. We would never talk about a person that just released one clip with five people watching and go, look, at this sucks so much. We would only talk shit if people were enjoying it. Yes. It's always jealousy. started from jealousy. It never isn't. Anyone I've ever hated or been like, God, they suck. It's because they're popular and I'm jealous. But here's the thing. Well, you'll, you could say, because I saw a thing with Jon Stewart. They're like, you know, you don't get as much slack as, you know, this kind of comedian or this kind of person. He's like, I could go on Twitter right now and, and say, I mean, he's a little bit of like, whatever, like. That might be a bad example. Yeah, he's a little bit polarizing. But like, like someone that you would think, landscape. like, oh, everyone loves you. If you go on Twitter and search your name, yeah, everyone can. Find everyone gets a shit ton them. of hate. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's because the more people that know you, the percentage of people that hate you in that contingency is going to go up, and it's going to go. But don't you believe that when we, you and I bitch about someone, like sometimes you'll bring up the other day, you brought up a comedian to me, and you're like, they're fucking, they're just saying things that have already been said. None of this is original. And I never really heard of this person. And I go, why are we talking about them? Did they just get us? And you're like, because they're blowing up online. It's like, we yeah. wouldn't be talking about them if yes. they just were a random person that released the clip that sucked. Yeah, I'm you know just, what I mean? I'm just jealous. It, it, well, and they were all original thoughts. <laughs> no, they, I mean, they were, you, you started playing it and you go, actually, that one's good. Yeah, that one's actually Wait, that good. one's good too. <laughs> He's just a to, guy. Yeah. All you see when you watch it, it's confidence. He's yeah. just a guy that's confident. It's all it is. People are so susceptible to it, including me. Uh, Guys, be confident this weekend. Go out there. So confident. Get naked. Get naked. Do something terrible. Take a shower. Wake up Sunday. Be very depressed. Monday morning, get right back after it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the pod this week. We'll see you on Monday, besties. Uh, don't be cut. And, and yeah. yeah. Black. Have we not done that one? I don't think so, and it got sent to me just Holy now. Holy shit. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut. Every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.